Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. All right, Ash. So sometimes we get messages and the people want to know more about us. Oh, so I figured we could share something that no one really cares about, but everyone seems to always ask. Okay. What is your go to coffee order? I'm so glad you asked this. Um, it's changed a lot over the years. Um, and as of, as of lately, I'm not going to do all the backstory stuff. I'm not. Just I'm not spit gonna it do, I'm not gonna out. <laughs> I am I lately a drip or a pour over person. However, I'm currently drinking an iced coffee with a splash of oat milk from Starbucks. I, I actually don't like Starbucks that much anymore, oh. but... I just, I, I had an egg white bite craving this morning, so I went. <laughs> Ashley, I can't. ask me the same question. <laughs> What's your go-to coffee order? An iced vanilla latte with soy. I could have answered that. Roll the thing. I could have Mark. answered. <laughs> Roll the thing. I die <sighs> with your, it's always. Well, when I was five years old, <laughs> I, <coughs> I choked. Oh. <laughs> it was the oat milk. Um, <clears throat> I also have a, something that I wanted to read. Oh, okay. I, wait, do you have like a little something? Cause so it's do I. A little something that I wanted to read. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go. Can I, can I, can I read it? This one is titled. <laughs> wait, should we say who we are? Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. This is unsolicited advice. My name's Ashley. My name's Taryn. And we're here to advise you. But until, yes. until then <laughs> we have, some, I wanted to share this. And if you are an avid listener, like an avid listener. Yes. You've listened for a while. Yes. Like you started from the beginning. Now I started from the bottom. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll know. This one's titled Merge Dragons. LOL. Oh my gosh. Hey ladies, my name's Emily. Yes, you can use it. And I just wanted to say that I absolutely love you both. I am a relatively new podcast listener and a friend recommended yours to me. And let me just say that I am in love. Like I haven't binged like this in a very long time. Anyways, I was listening to your older episodes and Taryn kept mentioning the game Merge Dragons, (laughs) which y'all know that was a phase that Taryn was in for a while. Yeah. (laughs) So I thought I would try it out. All I have to say is thanks a lot to you two because now I'm addicted. Like it's unhealthy, LOL. Yeah. Love you both so much. Sending you the biggest virtual hugs. And she added a picture of her and her dog. Oh my gosh. Your fellow Merge Dragons addict i'm so sorry i it got so unhealthy yeah and i was so invested every time i got like a new egg and i would hatch it i felt like i personally birthed it and so i was like this needs to stop you need there to were, sleep again you guys don't even know there were multiple times where i would like walk into taryn's room like unannounced and she just kind of like kind of like be shocked like I caught her doing something bad but she's just playing her merch dragon pretty much everything I enjoy are things that like some people would be like you should be embarrassed about that but I'm not no but I also you are at your core I also was at a point where I was like this is stop doing this like you should be doing other things with your life I haven't played for a hot minute you know how like but now that we mentioned this we'll see what happens later today I might have to go check out my land (laughs) I 
you know how all those games like get you because they get to they get you to the point where you're so addicted Mm -hmm. and then they start it starts being like, oh, well, you can get that if you pay one ninety nine. Yeah. And then people like me, that's another reason I stopped. I looked at my Apple bill and I was like, no. you did not spend that much money a month no. on these dragons. No. What is your problem? <laughs> this is why you're single. Can you give me like a ballpark range? I don't want to. Uh, just a ballpark. Just an estimate. Guesstimate. Well, see, it doesn't, doesn't sound like number, that much. But it is when you're talking about purchasing <laughs> gems or... Whatever it Just is you're guess. purchasing. Give a guess. I'm going to go 20. <laughs> a, l- a little bit more. 30? A l- little bit more. 35. It was like the 40 to 50 <laughs> range. This was specifically one month where I Wait, was that's like, so much more than I thought. You know it was why be. though? Because I got to this point where I built up all these things, and then you have and to. You can't quit now because you can't get your dragon if right. you don't merge your eggs. But right. I couldn't get hence, the eggs. Hence, merge dragon. <laughs> it's anyways. Let's let's move on because I. Oh no! Have recovered. I'm like not. It's not my addiction anymore. Oh, sure, and now sure. this is putting me in danger. So that's like when I was on my like dating app binge during like yeah. the heat of covid and i was boosting myself like every Dude, day same. did you ever there was one night i was literally swiping for hours and then all of a sudden this screen came up that says we're sorry you've gone no. through all your potential matches please wait till we refresh and i literally read that and i deleted You're my like, dating this apps is it. i was like go. this is just meaningless Taryn and i have had multiple um reckonings i would say during yes. this last year of covid with dating mm-hmm. you, you guys already know this but when you're like you know what I'm done. Yeah. And then you, you delete it. You, it's off your yeah. phone. And then inevitably like <laughs> a month later, you're like, mm. it's always Re-download. such an exciting thing to, you're like, I think I'm going to go back on the app. I think I'm going to, it felt like I was going out. Yeah. Is what it felt yeah. like. And then so the I other person like, would be I'm like, gonna go on, I'm going to pour myself do. a glass of yeah. wine and hop on the apps yeah. tonight. Yeah. The apps are crap. Let's just be They're honest. the worst. Be honest. Um, okay, so I have a little thing to read oh, too. This is so fun. I love how we did not plan this. I know. It's from... Cute. I think it's... I'm going to guess Yori. It's I-O-R-I. Ooh. And they said it's okay if you butcher it. And they're from Japan. So I'm going to I'm gonna guess Yori. I love... That's a gorgeous yeah, name. Which is... If it is that, it's beautiful. But if it's not, I'm sure how you say it is beautiful too. Okay. Hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hey. My name is Yori. <laughs> and I'm 17-year-old living in Japan. Shout out to all my fellow Asian Anonymous listeners. And then she put in parentheses, way too cheesy. No, we love... We love when you guys find ownership in like our podcast. Because yeah. honestly, I think that's what makes our podcast so rare is it's not just about me and ash like it's about all of you Mm -hmm. so when you guys like write and you're like oh my ua fam or we see you guys like talking to each other in comments like it's like we're a proud Mm -hmm. parents and we're just like our children are getting along Mm -hmm. you know if you're embracing the cheese we've done our job well yes yeah um anyways i wish i had amazing tearing it up for you but as anyone does i block most of my embarrassing moments out of my head so digging that up will not be happening today I'm writing you two to say a little thank you. I've come to realize that people like you two are making getting older so much better and exciting for me. As a 17-year-old in this world, I on it, it is honestly depressing to think about aging and losing the youthfulness. It sometimes feels like there's no point in getting older if everyone older is praising the youth and wanting to go back. 
However, hearing you talk about your 30s being exciting, fulfilling, and meaningful makes me motivated to get older. I know that to older listeners here, 17 seems too stupid to be concerned about aging, but I just want to express the massive appreciation that I have for you. You are making my world so much better and hopeful episode by episode. Hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for reading this. Love, Yori. Yori. I, I loved, loved that. that. <laughs> Because genuinely, I I agree. And I, I wouldn't say 17 is too young because I remember in like middle school listening to older women talk about mm-hmm. how pissed, like horribly upset that they yeah. were that they were getting older and constantly talking about like, enjoy it while you're yeah. like, like, you know, live it up. You don't even know how lucky you are to be young and stuff yeah. like that. And so I feel like that was ingrained in my head very early too. And I wish people would, would have told me how fun 30 is because 30 for me has been yeah. great. I mean, obviously 2020 wasn't great, but like, like <laughs> yes, my thirties have been great. Like I thought uh-huh. I, I was a little scared going into it because of all of the negativity surrounding age, specifically women getting older. And yeah, I feel like we need to talk about it more because it's great. Yeah. And literally age is totally just a number. And I think that what come, what's scary with age is the pressures that come. So even at 17, 18, like you're thinking about college, you're thinking Mm -hmm. about a career, you're thinking about like independence from Mm -hmm. your parents. And so there's a lot of pressure that comes with like, I don't want to go to the next stage. Yeah. But, and I also think like everyone talked about like, oh, when you're 30, your life is over. Like that's what we grew that's up That's what I with. heard. Yeah. And then once I remember 25 was a really fun age for me. And then for some reason, after that point, I saw 30 as like, I was excited about it. Cause I was like, I feel like once I get there, like my life will be pretty much where <laughs> this is a joke. The jokes on me my life will be all like situated I'll yeah. be like exactly who I'm meant to be right and it's funny because I think what I've learned is like you, it's never too late in life to constantly be like changing and morphing and like bettering yourself and so I think it was exciting for me to come to 30 and be like wow I still have no idea like what I want to be when I grow up mm-hmm. or like where my life is going but I'm so in the moment and just learning to like love and appreciate my life and like who I am today. Yeah. And that has made just getting older, like so much fun. Oh, hundred percent. I feel exactly the same as I did when I was 20. Yeah. But I am financially stable <laughs> and I, I just have a much better sense of who I am. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, in my twenties, I was, a, I was a lost soul trying to yeah. find myself, trying to learn, you know, mm-hmm. a, as you should be around that age. Yep. Um, but I don't feel any different from then to now, yeah. except that I just feel more secure. Yeah, no, which is a great feeling. Girl, you got so much life ahead of mm-hmm. you. And let me tell you, like a great every age. year is a different chapter and it's going to bring different things. Mm-hmm. So just be excited for it and own it. Like life is too short to be worried or embarrassed about your age. Yeah. Like that should be the last thing we yep. care about. You know what I mean? 100%. There's so many other things, but yes. I loved, I loved that. She put a little thank you note. A little thank you note. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Two thank you notes. I know. What a great way to start the day. We're just so cool, Ash. We're changing <laughs> lives. Um, do you have a turn up? I sure do. 
Let me pull her up here. Do you want to explain the Turn It Up section, Taryn? Yes, Turn It Up, if you do not know, is basically a segment where you share your embarrassing moments of life. And we all join in solidarity because we've been there. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. Well said. This one is brought to you by Emma. And the title is Not a Normal Day in Biology, dot, dot, dot. A Tearing It Up. I hope you all are having a great day because you always make mine better. Mm-hmm. I look forward to listening to the new episode each Monday on my way to school. My name is Emma and I have a tearing it up that just happened to me last week. I'm a freshman in college and this semester I am in a biology lab. Last week we had a lab about animals and how to identify them. There were jars of oh dead God. animals at every table, no, nope. except for mine. At my table was a jar that had a live cockroach in it. When I walked into the classroom, the jar only had one cockroach. So I assumed that's how it was supposed to be. My professor mentioned something about two cockroaches, but I just figured she'd misspoke. I was wrong. A few minutes later, I felt something on my leg. Nope. Leg. Nope. That's a hard. <laughs> and, no. I, and I looked down and there was the second cockroach Ugh. crawling on my leg. I'm unwell. I'm unwell right now. My, my body's like... Because you know it's one of those ugh, fat, thick ugh, ones. Yeah. If it's in biology... If it's in biology, and you oh, need to be able to like know. Shoddy yeah. thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I hate bugs. Ugh. So, of course, I freak out because there's a large cockroach crawling up my leg. I used my pencil to flick it off, and my professor had to come rescue it. Oh, dear God. Where she saw a hole in the lid of the jar which is where it had escaped. I am still in shock that this happened. And I definitely think my teacher should give me bonus points for my trouble. All I can think about was what if I never noticed it on me and it came all the way home with me. Ooh, that's a dark thought. Don't let yourself go there, Emma. I hope this gave you all a good laugh. I love you all, Emma. I, you know what? I also had a similar situation in high school for me. Um, I went to, I was, you guys already know this. I'm terrible at math. Like, ugh. Yeah, I'm so bad. Um, I too had something similar happen to me. I was in a summer school for math because we all know. Um, And I was sitting at my desk, just minding my own business. And I was looking down. I went to a small private Christian school. So we were praying and my eyes were closed. Picture this. And then I hear like a thud, like a... (laughs) Did you hear that? I mean, I heard it. Do you think they heard it? Yeah, they heard it. Let me try it again. Yeah, they heard it. <laughs> I heard that. I, I look up Ugh. and there is a giant, I'm not exaggerating either. I'm really Ugh. good. A giant cockroach landed on my open math book from the ceiling. Ugh. If I was hunched over my desk in any way working on my it math, it would have landed on my head. <gasps> That's my nightmare. In any way. The oh, only no. reason it didn't hit me was because I was leaning back. No. But if I, oh, I, no. I, mid prayer. <laughs> shot out of my desk through my book I like <laughs> flew to the back yeah, of the class naturally everyone in my like immediate circle got up and ran including my teacher um and <laughs> I feel like me and my teacher bonded that day because I was yeah. like help and then oh. one of the guys like had to like take my book outside oh and that like and my I neck. literally he brought my book back in and I was Blah. like can we burn it yeah you're like I would like trade these please <laughs> like I'm not gonna pass anyways oh. <laughs> just burn it <laughs> That's rough, dude. Those cockroaches, something about them. In Africa, they're huge. And at night, because there's like no lights anywhere, they like flock. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So every time like I'd have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I would literally lay in bed and cry because I was like, 
this is not going well. So I'd have my flashlight and I'd have to sit on the toilet and like, literally like I have you chills. don't, I'm you don't want to, right? Like right. you want to just be like, live in this world where it's like, no, nothing's in here. Nothing exists. But you're like, fear makes you look. So yeah. I would always shine up my light. And without a doubt, there'd be, they'd be all over the walls. And like, it just was so hard for me to get past the bug part, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I wish I wasn't scared about it. Oh my God. I wish. Oh my God. Imagine how much easier life would be if you're like, huh, there's a spider, huh? There's a cockroach. Oof. Oof. oof, oof. Right? Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, um, we are going to get into our story portion. The nitty gritty. If you are new, we have, me and Ash both come to the episode with a story. Neither of us have heard the others. Um, and uh, so one of us has a real genuine first time reaction. Yes, always. But most of the time when I read mine, I feel like it is a real reaction too, because I have the worst <laughs> short term memory. Yeah. So I've already forgotten. She's like, what of, happened? Yeah. I'm like, wait, is this my story? <laughs> Sometimes Plot I'm like twist. shocked and I'm like, this is your story. You knew this. <laughs> you read this already. Yeah. Okay. So this one is a short one, which we love a short I one. I love, love a shorty. Um, it's titled the return of my high school self. And, uh, I can say her name. Her name is Lindsay. Ashley and Taryn. I love how she didn't say, you know how everyone's like, hey, Ash and Taryn. She's just like, Ashley and Taryn. Yeah. Let's get it. Very direct to the point. I I love love it. it. 
Hey, my name is Lindsay, and yes, you can say my name. I love your podcast and listen to every episode. Anyways, I'm going to try and keep this short. I just finished my first year of college. I stayed local to go to college, but my two close friends from high school went away to go to college. But here's the thing. Those friendships were extremely fake and toxic. However, I didn't realize this until I got to college and began forming genuine friendships. Now it's summer and those people are coming back home. I have grown so much this year of college and I am terrified that I'm going to fall back into the fake person that I was in high school. How do I make sure that I stay my new confident self that I've grown to love? I used to cry every day on the drive home from high school senior year because I was very depressed, but I didn't know why. I don't want to feel that way all summer long. Help. Love, Lindsay. Ooh. Yeah. It's funny. I love... It's funny how, like, I don't know if everyone listening is the same. Because I know we have, like literally all ages and stages of life that Mm -hmm. listen to this podcast. And it's funny because I feel like you can pull stuff from like every story, right? Like even this, like she's talking about the transition from high school to college, but like even other people, like it's just any transition in life where you are afraid to go back to someone that you've grown out of mm-hmm. is like, it's hard to navigate. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember, um, I had already moved. I had finished college or I, wow. <laughs> wow. Let me say that again. <laughs> I had graduated high school. I had been in college for a couple years and I had moved already to mm-hmm. Orange County for my like second to last year of college um when a group of my high school friends like we all used to hang out in high school um hit me up and said that everyone was getting together and we were all going to go hiking I hadn't hung out or seen anyone from high school at all since this at this point um and I was like yeah I would love to like that sounds great yeah I am at the age of what I don't know 24 yeah and um I I, I, I felt like I had grown a lot. I had learned a lot about myself. I was a different person than I was in high school. I go and hang out with them and we go on a hike. And I, within seconds, became my shy Ashley. Yeah. And I, I'm not that person yeah. anymore. Genuinely, I'm not. But it was weird how simply being in their presence, mm-hmm. I felt like I immediately was shrunken back into the shyest version of myself, yeah. which is who I was in high school, which I mean, and totally nothing, makes they sense. didn't do anything. They yeah. were, if it, they were, if anything, they were more than welcoming, like very friendly. Like it was, it felt like old times, but because of that, it made me kind of like snap back or fall yeah. back into mm-hmm. that, like shy, quiet little Ashley. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, you're like, no, I'm not no. this. And I, I have wanted, something to I wanted say. To say something, yeah. but then I just, I would overthink it. And then I would just not say it. And then I was like, wait, we've we're not this person anymore yeah. and it was so frustrating how nothing happened yeah they didn't do anything it just it was a natural yeah. thing oh fully and I think I think that's normal because even even still when I get together with some of my like old friends mm-hmm. like I don't think I as much change into the, that person anymore but you know we're sharing old stories we're reminiscing mm-hmm. like it does ignite like a different part of me yeah Um, And I think that's okay, but I think what you're touching on, and I I can relate to this to a certain extent, because I do think the person I was in college, drastic, college, high school, 
drastically changed once I did get in college. Like yeah. a lot about me changed. My priorities changed. My just everything about me changed. Um, and I think it's okay to to still keep friendships because they were someone that meant something in your life mm-hmm. without having to like change who you are every time they're around. Like right. I, it's like, um, we've talked about this before, but a new girl, there's an episode where they're like, do you think we would have been friends if we like met today? And they're yeah. all like, no, no. like, yeah. you know, they're so different. And some of my friends that I have from when I was younger, I don't know if I would meet them today if we would be friends like we just have different lives we have different like humors we have different everything but I still love and cherish them for who they were and I know that we'll always be friends you know yeah so I think I think what you need to do is you need to really like lean into the foundation of who you are and when those people come back you can still hang out with them you can still be friends with them and do things but you need to remember that like they don't affect like who you are. So that shouldn't change. You shouldn't be scared of becoming another person because the only person who can do that to you is yourself. So I think you're, you're thinking they have more power over your life than they do. Yeah. So that, that would be something I would suggest is like, just you do your own reflecting your own, like pump yourself Mm -hmm. up on the way there. And Mm -hmm. then when you go back, like, reflect on like, wow, I can't believe they're still like that. I'm glad that I'm not, you know what I mean? Like you, you can still have like a surface friendship if you don't want it to go that deep without it being like this huge ordeal. Yeah. I, I love, I completely agree with Taryn. I love that. I think, um, (laughs) I think we've talked about this before. I think friends, friendships come and go. I think they, Mm -hmm. they, um, they, they move with you sometimes yeah. and sometimes they move in opposite directions, but sometimes they come back. Yeah. And I think the most important thing and vital thing that I think every person needs to do is have a good sense of who you are at your core. Yes. And I like what Taryn said. I think after hanging out with new people, old people, I think it's, it's fun. And I don't mean this in a serious way, but I think it, it could be beneficial to like reevaluate after each hangout and be like, what did I like about myself? Uh-huh. And what did I not yeah. like about myself? Like, what did I do that I sits right with me. And what did I do that? I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to morph into someone else, you know? And I think keeping yourself accountable in that way, um, will help you find who you are at your core. And then that way you'll be the same person, no matter who you hang out with, which is the goal. Oh, totally. And I know like, so Ash, like we've talked about this before. If Ash hurts my feelings or I'm upset about something, I can't function until we've figured it out because I, she's my, person like I genuinely care so much so when like something doesn't feel right it really affects me yeah versus like there's been some friends that I've gone and hung out with and they've done something terrible or said something mean yeah or whatever and I literally in the moment I'm like okay and then I like shake it off and I move on with my life yeah because they I haven't given them that power doesn't over matter me as much yeah to care so or it, it sounds not matter it doesn't affect you yes. as much yeah. so it sounds like that's what I'm saying like you're you're handing them too much power mm-hmm. over like who you are and yep, how yep, they yep, affect you you so you need to like you need to realize you've already detached you've already become your own person so when you go like stuff should kind of roll off your shoulder more because 
they're, they have a chapter in your life. They're still friends. You're still going to want to see them, but they're going to move on with their life. And so are you. And I think you're putting too much pressure on this relationship when like, it, it sounds like they're not, they're not meant to be those people in your life anymore. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I I feel like I completely, I just completely agree. Yeah. When I feel like you nailed it. So I think you need to be very careful who you give mm-hmm. that amount of power to. Yep. And I think that usually with friendships just is something that can happen over time. Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. If you're but, clicking with someone, cool, but that doesn't mean that you give them yeah. that power over you. Yeah. But I'm excited for you because I think what's exciting is you you seem to love the person you become and, and mm-hmm. you're protective over that. And yeah. I love that. And I think that's a good sign. And I think you'll find your balance, but it's definitely, I mean, with any transition, it takes time and effort. So just trust yourself, prioritize what you need to also like, it's okay to say, I can't, I'm busy. Yeah. You know, we love a healthy no. We love a healthy no. Um, but thank you so much, Lindsay, for writing in good luck this summer. You got this. This is your summer. This is your summer girl. It's also mine. It's, all, <laughs> it's also mine. Uh, you said that a lot recently. You've been like, it's going to be my, this, this summer. Is, this is my summer. Let's go on this trip. Let's do this. Because last year was so bad. I'm like, yeah. it's all, all my eggs are going into this summer. I don't know <laughs> why I said it like that. All my eggs. I was thinking like, don't put all, all your eggs in one basket or something yeah. like that. But then it just, then the it metaphor just sounded, just... It sounded like all my eggs. <laughs> All my, all my future offspring <laughs> will be spread this summer. This is the summer. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh, shoot. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay. On that note, we're going to dive into my story. Amazing. Um, again, as you guys already know, Taryn has not heard this story, so mm-hmm. she's going to be giving you some real-time reactions. Real-time. This one is titled, Healing from a Toxic December. 
Ooh. Dear Taryn and Ashley, I love how she puts in the very beginning, not anonymous. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> My name is Danielle. I wanted to start out like the rest of your listeners and say that I absolutely love the podcast. You guys have been making my Mondays for quite some time, and I have always wanted to send in an email to you guys from the beginning. In fact, I have written so many emails, a couple sent, but mostly left in my drafts <laughs> to you guys that it has gotten hilarious, yet sad that my autocorrect doesn't even try to fix Taryn's name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was a tart she's written so many times that it, it knows, knows taryn i love it that's you know i love it once that happened in my phone too i was like thank god because there were I so many times i don't like do do people use the word tartness so much <laughs> i don't Who know uses have you ever used no. that word in a question a question a sentence no no this this nope <laughs> this orange has a bit of tartness <laughs> no. like who sure. talks like that Anyways, I am today. I'm better. I'm going to use it in a sentence. Do it. Um, She finishes that little paragraph by saying, fingers crossed that I actually get this email sent out. Well, girl, you did did it. Before I dive into what I need advice on, I wanted to say thanks to you guys and my doctor. I recently took a leap of faith and decided that therapy needed to be a part of my life. It has honestly been a life changer for me to finally be getting to the healing I needed. I have been through a lot dating back in September of last year and had at least four major life changes at the age of 21, 22 within a short timeline of four to six months. I will save you the details, which really could be written into a full length book Mm -hmm. and just say that your girl is mentally and emotionally drained. So I am writing to you guys this time for advice about how to talk to my mom about my therapy. I have been having a hard time discussing my sessions with her, especially when a good portion has to do with the fact that my mom played a part in the trauma Ooh, I was left with. Yeah, that's hard. Recently, I opened up to her that I was struggling with anxiety more than ever before and had told her I was going to seek help for it, along with the unresolved trauma. At first, she was unsure I should even do therapy because she believed it would go on my, quote, permanent record. But when I expressed to her how much I needed to heal, she has been fully supportive of me. Mm. The thing about my mom, though, is that she wants to help me, too, which I can recognize as how much she loves and cares for me. But how can I tell her that it feels too intrusive and pushy at times? How do I tell her that I would like to keep what me and my therapist talk about in the sessions private? It's especially hard to let her in when she had invalidated my claim of her role in my trauma during the events she was involved in. Any advice would be much appreciated, but I fully understand that this probably won't be read on the podcast. This is already therapeutic to get my frustrations out, at least in email form. Anyways, thank you guys for making my Mondays. I hope you will never stop recording these episodes. I don't know what I would listen to while I work out otherwise. (laughs) LOL. Thank you, Danielle. And she adds, P.S. I'm an Enneagram 9 wing 1. Oh, hey, Ash. Hello, me. Hello, Ashley. What's going Danielle? on, girl? <laughs> What's going on, girl? Honestly, that's people. Well, by the way, perfect segue, guys. We're finally gonna do our Enneagram. It's episode. happening. It's happening in two, probably two like two episodes. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm and I'm mentioning that because I'm excited, but also because instantly, and I kind of love that it was at the end, right? Because mm-hmm. I was already forming my own like picture picture of her stuff I would say all this stuff the second she said she was a nine wing one yeah the entire story changed changed for me yeah and I think that's why 
We love the, the Enneagram. Enneagram is such a cool tool because it gives you like a baseline of someone. Yes. And yes, everyone's different. Like I'm not going to be the same as every two. Right. There's differences, but the core like struggle or motivation is there. And so for me, that was, that's cool. And that's why I, like we both love the Enneagram yeah. so much. Um, Could you see you, that? Like yeah. did it same for you? Yeah. When you read As it? I read it, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. And then she said nine wing one. And I was like, oh my God, I know. I feel you now. <laughs> yeah. Like it just changes everything. If you guys don't know what the Enneagram is, um, get, get excited. Cause we're doing a focus mm-hmm. Enneagram episode. Um, but the Enneagram is a personality, um, test that you can take. Um, it has a ton of resources. It's the most accurate personality test I've ever taken. Yeah, same. And, um, I have benefited from this in every relationship that I have, um, including like family relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, work relationships, yeah. like all of them have been dramatically, um, change in a positive way because mm-hmm. of the Enneagram. Yeah, same. So highly recommend. There's free tests you can take online. Um, but yes, she's a nine wing one, which means she's a little more private. She's a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, she hates conflict, which mm-hmm. is why she's having a hard time talking yeah. to her mom. Um, and she she likes to figure things out for herself first before she ever speaks to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Because if she doesn't know where she stands on something, then she doesn't feel comfortable sharing, articulating those thoughts. Yeah. Whereas like I have, like my sister, she's a brainstormer out loud verbally. Yeah. She just verbally vomits like mm-hmm. all of her thoughts and then comes to a conclusion. I don't work that way. Yeah. And I, I'll sit there quietly and take it all in and be like, okay, and then I'll, I'll think about it. And then I'll, it once I do say it, yeah, I firmly stand by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. But if you are going through all of this emotional um, like sorting with yeah. your ther- with your therapist, um, then it only makes sense that you're not, you don't want to talk about it yet because yeah. you're, you're still in the middle of it. You're figuring yeah. it out. And I think, um, I mean, there's a couple things I want to say, but I don't think your mom fully understands what therapy is. Yeah. The whole putting it on her permanent record thing. What does yeah. that mean? No, I, I literally like <laughs> laughed when I heard that. Cause I was, I was like, like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> um, and And just because you choose to share something that you learned or realized during therapy Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that everything's open to anyone. Like I would keep everything very private unless I felt like I wanted to share, you know? So her wanting to know how each session was, um, is not, I don't want to say inappropriate, but it it is more towards the inappropriate side for me because that's something that I would rather her, maybe this is something you can tell her. I would be like, Hey mom, like I, I, I'm happy to share things when I feel like it, but I would rather you be like, Hey, you can let me, is there anything you wanted to share, Mm -hmm. you know? And if it's no, then it's no. How was your session? And you saying like to open up the question, but giving you, yeah. And it's funny because, um, like you just started therapy again, Ash. And it was funny because I didn't even know until like you casually mentioned something and I was like, wait, what? And you were like, oh yeah. Like I forgot to yeah. tell you, you know? And I think people who are in nines lives, it's hard to navigate, especially if you're the type of person that shares everything you, you tie a personal thing of like, 
wow, they really just must not care about me. The fact mm-hmm. that they don't tell me stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like you feel very isolated sometimes. Which is maybe where her mom kind yes. of Yes, and that's what I'm trying to speak on. Understand? Well, I don't know, because she sounds like she's unhealthy in certain ways too. And maybe I am too. But I will say, I think until I understood that about you, mm-hmm. I had a hard time with it. Also, I can't imagine like, because it sounds like she did try to share and confront some stuff that has happened with her mom Yeah, and her mom shot it down, which I feel like from a nine, like that would shut you up forever. Wouldn't it? Yeah. If I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to me sharing stuff. Mm -hmm. If, um, if I, if I work up the courage exactly to finally say and share something voluntarily yeah. that's very personal to me. Um, and that's a huge conflict. Yeah. Like, it, like if, if I was to like, let's say me and Taryn went through something mm-hmm. and I decide to actually vocalize my thoughts and like package it up yes. and tell you, which is a very vulnerable, puts me personally and my yeah. personality in a very vulnerable place. If you were to just shut it down oh and, and not even give me the chance to like explain further or, or walk away or whatever. Yeah. It, and this isn't a good thing necessarily, but I would have a hard time coming back from that. Oh yeah. I don't, I would be like, cool. That's done. I'm never doing yeah. that again. <laughs> no, I know. And I think that's why I'm saying like, I don't, I don't know if your mom knows how you operate. Yeah. And I think that if or she, how therapy I mean, yes, like that's that there's a very big difference from like, how was your therapy to like, you need to tell me everything that you talked yes. about and whatever. Yes. But I have a feeling she's a little bit more wanting to know because you've mentioned that you've talked about her. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a little bit of self-preservation, a but bit of a personal thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that there needs to be a day. Like I remember when Ash, there was a couple times I listened to your podcast on Enneagram nine mm-hmm. and I, I literally came to you crying and was like, I had no idea that like you, I literally sat with her and I was like, is this really how you feel? And she was like, yeah. And I was like sobbing. Well, I cry all the time. So that's <laughs> yeah. not, but I was Turn. sobbing because, <laughs> it. because I was like, wow, that's so much to balance. And from the outside, you always have this like more like calm and steady demeanor, which mm-hmm. I think can be misinterpreted as not caring. But then to know that behind that face and that facade, it, it kind of is a facade because uh, nines yeah. have so much more going on. Than I always people kind of now. like, uh, called it like a mask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But to know behind that was so much like questioning yourself, worrying about what others were thinking, doing, I was like so blown away by that. Mm. So there was that moment. And then there was a moment where we finally sat and you finally like shared like, okay, I can't just like tell you everything. Like Mm. you can like, just tell me something in the moment and be like, I'm upset because you did this. And you were like, I cannot do it. Like, I don't think you understand. Like (laughs) I will never do it. And I was like, but why just tell me how you feel? And she's like, I can't because I care about you. And I have to, I have to work through my feelings. I have to get figured out like what exactly I want to say so that I can deliver it in a way that I feel like will be productive. Yeah. And I was, once I like sat back in that, I was like, oh my gosh. So when she does come to me with this very calm, like, Hey, um, <laughs> it's always, so hey. the other day, and she'll tell me something. I always am like, 
I'm so proud of you. (laughs) She could literally be like, hey, I actually hate you and you're the worst. And I would be like, I'm so proud of you (laughs) because that's a big deal. But I wouldn't have known that if she didn't share it with me. Yeah. You know what I I mean? I think something that people don't realize, and this is only something that comes with fully diving into the Enneagram, which we are about to do in Mm -hmm. our next episode. Um, Nines have anger problems. Yeah. Which you would never know because we're the chillest. Yeah. The freaking chillest yeah but it's because it's taking all of our energy to hold back the anger yeah so if there is some kind of conflict i'm i'm raging inside i'm flipping tables i'm tearing curtains down but i can never express how i feel in that moment because i don't know what i'm gonna say because i it takes me a minute to calm down to collect my thoughts Mm -hmm. to get my words together so that i can like intentionally deliver my thoughts if yeah. that makes sense otherwise it'll I'll be a blubbering mess I'll cry and it'll be a big it'll just be a big mess yeah so it's which better. would make you uncomfortable yes. too yeah and this is something that will only work with people that are um in your life like a close friendship or you know your mom obviously these people would have to be in a healthy place to be able to reciprocate but me and Taryn had to come to terms where she had to realize I physically am not capable of doing what she was wanting, but she's able to be like, Hey, when you, when I I see you trying and, and I'll take the little, the little wins and I'll go with, and that's good for me. And I've learned that I'm like, okay, Taryn would like me to share more. I'm going to try, you know, (laughs) and I do like little things here and there. And it's, it's always about finding that balance that like middle ground. Yeah, so that would be, I mean, honestly, the Enneagram might be a cool tool for you to use with your mom. Like, have her take the test, you take the test, go over each other's numbers. Um, if you don't want to do that, and and honestly, I would work this through with your therapist too. Like, go into your session. I think that's what people, when they go to therapy, they get, there's this, first you go and you spill everything, mm-hmm. right? Then you hit this kind of like, okay, we've kind of dealt with that. And especially people who aren't comfortable in therapy, you tend to like clam up and you're like, okay, well, what now? And you feel like you can't really talk about too much. But the whole point is they're there to help you, right? So I would go into my therapy sessions with very deliberate, like if I were you, I would walk and I'd be like, hey, I really need help setting healthy boundaries with my mom because A, B, and C, this is the way that she talks to me. This is the way our conversations go. This is how I would like to talk to her. This is what I'm willing to share. And I would talk through boundaries with your therapist. Mm-hmm. But I think also you need to you need to be okay to come, to say to your mom, hey, yeah, my session was really good. And if she keeps digging to say, Um, you know what, mom, like right now, me and my therapist are like working through stuff and, and I'd like to keep that to myself right now. But if I'm comfortable sharing, like I definitely will let you know. And that's okay too. Even if she gets mad. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree with Taryn. Boundaries need to be drawn. Lines need to be drawn. I think it's going to be best for, um, all parties involved. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for you though, Danielle. I think you're in the best part because you're like seeking help and you're open to it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, all that matters is that you are progressing yeah. and the people in your life need to either get it together and catch up mm-hmm. or they lose out on a piece of you. Yeah. What's exciting is, you know, what needs to be done. Yeah. And with the help of us, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously with the help of I your must therapist, my coffee <laughs> everywhere with the help of your therapist, with <laughs> <laughs> therapist damn it um with the help of your therapist I think you'll be able to do that 
uh, in a very healthy and productive way. So Love it. Stoked for you, Danielle. And yes. look at look at you. You got your email sent and we even read it. So nine wing one. Get nine it. Nine wing one. Just, you know, powering through life. That's what I love too, is like everyone who's a nine listening to that story is probably like, Ooh, oh my God, that's so hard. Whereas me, when I was first listening to it, I was like, come on, girl, you can do it. Like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. But it's like, we all are uh, so different. Why. People yeah. are so different. Taryn, if it's, if it's someone that Taryn cares about, she's great with conflict. She will sit you down. Mm-hmm. She'll pour you a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and be like, we need to talk. Yeah. And I'll be sitting there going, oh my God. It's <laughs> so funny breathe. because literally. <laughs> my, I'm having heart palpitation. <laughs> I always look at her and I'm like, okay, what is the worst? Like, honestly, what is, what are you afraid of? Like, it's me. The friendship ending. Yeah. Because I'm not, it's, I'm ir, I'm very irrational in that vulnerable state. Yeah, <laughs> Shit's hitting the fan. All, I wish all possibilities are a possibility. I wish like, I could film the way that your face changes, I your know. body language changes. You just freeze up, and then your eyes gloss, and yeah. you just look like you're like deer in the headlights, just stunned. Yeah, yeah. I'm preparing. I'm tensing and preparing for absolutely for anything everything. coming my way. Whereas I'm like, oh, let's talk about this. Taryn's so like, easy. let's dive in. Let's sort out our emotions. And I'm like, she's all excited. And I'm just over here going, help. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for writing in. As per usual, yes. we're going to wrap it up with a dad joke. Yeah, we are. All right. What did the pirate say at his 80th birthday? Our gaty. <laughs> Like I guess it's kind of close, but like also not is what I was like. He said, "I'm matey." Get it? I'm matey. That's close. That's kind of what I said. Arg matey is not argady. Argady is what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, no matter how many times you put your fist in the air, it doesn't make it better. I got half of it right because I said eighty. I'm matey. Get it? I'm matey. Yes, get it, Taryn. (laughs) Guys, thank you for. Listening to us. We love you. Always. Um, we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.